Welcome back, everybody, to the Nosebleed Sports Podcast. I'm Chris Witt, and with me, as always, is Mr. Adam Schmidt. Adam, how are you today, sir? Oh, my gosh. Uh, sound like a real podcast. Um, yeah. I'm good. I'm good. It was a crazy day, but uh, and I'm, my mind's all over the place, I think, so I brought the wrong bag with me, so I'm missing all of our equipment uh or half of it and we're good we're good we're ready to go though i've got we've got everything else set up everything's everything's ready we've we still got it recording um it's a little lower than normal we we actually i got we finally got some stuff put back up in the rum dumb studios right it's been since covid since i uh since i redid the room in here and uh have not put anything up the shelves got some bobbleheads and some some stuff over there. Every wall's got a little bit. We're getting back into the swing of things here with the podcast. We got some music. Hopefully, you're able to hear the music at the beginning of this thing. We'll find out. <laughs> we'll find out is exactly right. Um, it looks beautiful in here. You've done a great job. Oh, shucks. You That's and the, too you, nice. You and the missus. Well, I'll tell you, bud. We've been. She's done a. She's worked her butt off and, and done a good job. So I can tell she's doing good. Adam, no Reese's today. That's all right. Also a product of me bringing the wrong bag, like a knucklehead. It happens. Happens to the best of us. Uh, I I forget bags all the time. At least you grabbed the bag. <laughs> I did grab a bag. I can I can pull out my whiteboard. We can draw plays. Let's do it. Yes, I like it. Go through the book. And yeah, see what we've done in the last few games here. Yeah. Uh, no, but we're uh, yeah. We'll just we'll just fly. I'll fly by the seat of my pants today. All right, that sounds good to me, man. Uh, so. We, we weren't here last week, right. and uh, that's my fault. I got – Adam pushed through his tooth pain. And what did you end up getting, a crown put I, in? Yeah. So, well, yeah, I have – yeah, basically. You pushed through your tooth pain. I have not been able to do it. Last week, my mouth hurt so bad, I could not do anything. Yeah. I mean, it was horrendous for a while. And especially on, on Wednesday, Tuesday on my way home, Wednesday was absolutely horrific. Thursday, I went to go see an oral surgeon, and this dude starts banging on my teeth with, you know, the mirror they stick in there? Like, I didn't have a problem with touching the tooth. It felt like it was down in, down, down deep. So the dentist told me to go get my, go get my wisdom teeth out, told me, tells me to go to oral surgeon. I go to the oral surgeon. He's like, mm, it's too close to a nerve. And at your age, if I clip it, I don't know if it'll come, if the feeling will come back. At my age, oh, man. bro, I'm a young buck. What are you talking about, <laughs> man? And then I remembered that I was 39 years old. Man. And uh, but yeah, at my age, and at and at my age, it's a much harder surgery to get your wisdom teeth out because your jaw is like concrete. Whereas apparently a 20 year old, it's like pulling them out of styrofoam. You might, His exact words. You might you might die on the, in the in <laughs> I'm going to die like. trying to get my wisdom teeth out. So obviously I don't want to do that. Uh, taking an antibiotic was feeling better, and then that dude takes the mirror because I it was my tooth wasn't my tooth wasn't sensitive to touch hot cold. I could bite down on something, but just like five minutes later, I'd be in the most pain way down in my jaw. 
So he's like, I'm going to tap on some teeth. And he's got this little piece of wood and he taps and he's like, and I was like, no, I don't feel like there's no pain. So he grabs the mirror. It's got like a quarter inch thick handle of steel on it and starts bam, bam, just banging on all my teeth. And then the next day I woke up and my tongue couldn't even touch that tooth without it being the worst pain. It was a totally different pain than I had before, but now it's worse. Now I got this terrible pain uh, and that took two days to get rid of. And it's just been, it's been hellacious. Gosh, man, Bob Vila hammering on your teeth. Yeah, it was terrible. So anyway, I'm, I'm this old, this old grill. Yeah. I like that. That was good. This old grill. Oh, a little Paul Wall action. Um, but no, so uh, I, 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 I apologize. We missed a week, uh, missed a, uh, uh, missed a week to talk about football, which we don't talk a lot about football until the last couple of years when the Bengals started doing stuff. So we'll talk a little NFL today as the Bengals move on to uh, the AFC championship against the Kansas City Chiefs and as well the Philadelphia Eagles and the San Francisco 49ers. Uh, we'll talk about that a little later. Scott Rowland made it to the Hall of Fame. Mm-hmm. Really interested to, to hear what your take is on, on Mr. I know you love Scott Rowland. Huge Scott Rowland fan. Yes. Huge Scott Rowland fan. Correct. But, I mean, let's go ahead and put Vinny Castilla in there while we're at it. What do you say? <laughs> I mean, come on. Let's, let's be real here. <laughs> I'll uh, throw Vinny Castilla in there. Yeah, let's put it. Let's Terry make, Pendleton. Yeah, let's make the Hall of Fame the, okay, pretty good guy. Pretty good Hall of Fame. Yeah, yeah. pretty good fellas. <laughs> Hall of Decent. Hall of Decent. Um, so anyway, we'll get into that. I think you obviously know what I think about it. I wish I love Scott Rowland. But to start this out, before I got, I wanted to talk to you about this. I had a couple funny things go down. The week, uh, that the day before, my mouth started hurting. So I got a vendor uh, was traveling with me in Columbus hmm. last Monday. Not going to name names. Uh, Pennsylvania guy, where he's from, Pennsylvania. Shout out, Pennsylvania. Shout out, Pennsylvania. Shout, lot. Out, shout out, Eric. Eric Kegel, uh, Altoona, PA, uh, Shippen, Shippensburg, yeah. PA. Uh, so, old boy comes out and he's following me. And he's got, he first meet him at a store and he pulls up in this, you know, brand new Escalade. And I'm like, well, this is going to suck. I'm not, it's not. <laughs> It's not the 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 industry I'm in, right? You don't roll around in a brand new Escalade, is what it is. This guy is hoity-toity high up on his on his horse. So to start off, we get to the hotel. I asked him what hotel he was staying at, and I just stayed at the same one. Didn't pick the most expensive hotel. Didn't pick the cheapest normal hotel. It's under construction when we get there, Ooh. and he's like, "We should just we should just leave. not not construction remodel." remodeling okay we should just leave let's just go somewhere else it's up to you man i don't care whatever like this doesn't bother me the rooms are still fine they're just remodeling the the main room whatever good to go we get so this is what happens to me and and this is not the first time it's happened but i want to know what you would do if this happened to you this is the first of two stories can't wait Somebody gives you a key to your hotel room. You walk up, tap the key on the little lock. You hear the green butt, see the green light. It unlocks. You open it up, and immediately you see a TV on, on a station, a bag of food 
on a counter because all you can see is like that counter and you can see the corner of the bed and the covers are moved around on the bed what's your first move in that case uh freeze (laughs) wait to hear would you wait and hear if you heard somebody in there say something first freeze first probably just stand there and like maybe sort of yeah listen at first or see if somebody moves or says anything you would say see i would think you would just immediately close the door and run maybe i would i don't i I don't know i yeah i mean somebody obviously is in there or just was in there and it hasn't been cleaned or whatever either way you're not going to settle yourself in there no of course not no so man i don't yeah yeah, i I, I feel like i kind of want to well i don't I'd be afraid of what I might possibly I don't, see. I don't walk in. I don't walk in. I open the door. I see right. that. I close the door. Because if it's me in there, I'm like, you better close the door and leave. Or you're going to see me butt naked. Look, yeah. I walk around my hotel room fuck naked the whole time. I yeah. love being naked. It's good. <laughs> so, you know, if you want to you wanna catch a sight, you can catch a sight. I put, when I go into hotel rooms, I put extra clothes on. I wear two, <laughs> I wear two pairs of shoes. <laughs> In my hotel, I sleep in the bed with two pairs of shoes. Nice, on. nice work. You got the, you know, germs. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you got to have the the mud boots over top of the right. over top of your shoes, right? Yeah, just in case. No. So anyway, uh, no, I took off. I go down there. So this guy's like, "Did you get an upgrade? Did you do this? Did you?" I was like, "No, I just got another room." <laughs> yeah. Like it was an honest mistake. It happens that like it's not a big deal. So then we go to the bar to have food and dinner and a drink couple beers uh find out we like the same type of liquor have one he has one with cranberry i have one on ice like a man (laughs) sorry that's that's going a little too far i apologize that's not true i would never tell anybody what to put in their mouth how to drink what to drink or anything like that i'm the complete opposite of that was it cranberry vodka it was so uh have one have another sitting there watching watching waiting for uh, it was Monday Night Football. That was the Eagles. Uh, it was um, who was playing? Oh, it was Tampa Bay and Dallas. Wildcard weekend. Yes, wildcard weekend. Yeah. So, uh, and I was like, yeah, we'll be out of here by eight. I'll be able to watch this game in my hotel room. Well, it's getting closer to eight now. So I have another one. So I said, okay, sure. Yep, I have another one. This is literally across the street from the hotel, the, the restaurant. Uh, okay. Yes. So, he asked for a check and he says, I have one more. And he, before I can say anything, says he's done. He doesn't want another one. Oh, okay. <laughs> I've never had a grown man look at me and tell me what I wanted and what I was doing. So is he saying he's getting another one and you're staying there with him, but you're not having anything. I had to take him back across the street. Okay. That's Okay. Never had a grown man tell me anything like that in my entire life. (laughs) From that moment on, I just could not stand this guy. (laughs) Was there a conversation about, "Ah, I think I'm just about done here or anything like that? Just, Yeah. I mean, we're sitting there like, yeah, what do you think? Yeah, we'll get out here. Maybe we'll go back and, and, you know, we'll we'll have time. We can, I'll be able to go watch the game, send some emails out, blah, 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 blah. Sure. Fine. I was done with my cocktail beforehand, just singles sitting there, no big deal, taking our time, not rushing through anything, not getting crazy, nothing crazy. He says, I'll have one. Can I have the check? And I'll have one more. He doesn't want another one. <laughs> I started looking around to see if he was talking about somebody else. 
I look around for a second. <laughs> so I did at one point feel kind of bad because we were talking. He may end up watching this podcast for all I know. I don't even care. I'll never talk to this guy again. Oh. Um, so we were talking. We, he's, he's talking about he liked the Reds. Like he's tell, talking about he names the grade eight. And he's like, bet you didn't think I could do that, did you? And I was like, well, that's only the most famous baseball team outside of the. Yeah. Outside, I, have, I have all of their yeah. autographs. Yeah. I've met all outside of them. Of the, outside of the old Yankees. And I'm just like, you know, it's one of the greatest teams of all time. I get it. So I get out there and I start going Pedro Bourbon and start going a couple other, you know, so Joel old, Young, Joel guy. Youngblood. Oh, yeah. He's dad. He's 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 60, probably he's 60, 61. Oh. So uh, or maybe not quite that. He might be late 50s, but close. Uh, so he was, it was the prime of his life in those days. So sure. I start. I was like, you want to go at it? I go at it. So I start, he, you can do the grade eight. You got anybody on the bench? I don't think so. Big dog. So I started naming, naming these guys and, uh, talking about Manny Sarmiento and what happened to him and talking about Larry Starr, the, the, <laughs> the, trainer. the trainer and Bernie Stowe, the equipment manager and his kids. I'm like, we do this all day, buddy. <laughs> so, and he's very, so, so talking. And then we started talking about the Hall of Fame, which we'll do that here in just a second. We started talking about the Hall of Fame, and he's talking about Pete Rose. And I was like, uh, yeah, I feel. I said, guys, so, I mean, yeah, for what he did on the field, he should be in the Hall of Fame. But guys, uh, yeah, he, 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 he made his bet, right? Yeah. He, all the things he did, trying to make money with the book and all that stuff. And he goes, yeah, but 41.92, nobody will ever break that record. I said, funny, Pete Rose did. <laughs> i say he rose broke 4191 he got 4192nd hit said i'm pretty sure it's like 4255 something like that and i was like i'm so sorry that was such a we i knew what you were talking about that's a very famous number i didn't mean to be that guy no no correct me man you're right he's got i was like oh i i kind of i kind of felt bad and then a little bit later on, he told me I didn't need another drink. And uh, I didn't want one when he was going to have one. So I had to sit next to this guy and wait for him to finish his vodka and cranberry. And I, I was like that. So then I didn't feel I didn't feel sorry anymore for correcting him for on that on that silly thing. You should have asked and, for another straw and just stuck it in. Oh, there. I should have. I should have. I don't want that. Though. I hate cream. Sorry, get a little parched. Yeah, sorry. I'm a little parched. Can I at least have a water? Am I allowed to have a water? Like, what can I do here? Can I pay for Like, I'm. thank you for dinner and everything. He paid for dinner and everything. I appreciate that. I, I'll pay for my last one if that's the case. I don't care. I'll see this is what it is. No. Yeah. So I just wondered if you ever had a grown man look at you and tell you that you don't want something. Not that stop I can you, stop you from doing something that made no sense <sighs> in your head. I don't think so. Yeah, I don't think I have. That's an interesting. <sighs> so, there. Yeah. I should have started with the forty-one ninety-two story and then told you that at the end I could care less anymore about being an asshole. And, but I was because when I did it, because when I did it, I was like, ah, you know, Pete actually broke that. So he had 42.55 or some, 56, 56 yeah. whatever. That's why I said so somewhere around 42.55, 54, 56, something. And uh, he's like, oh, my gosh, yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And I was like, 40, 41.91, uh, 41, yeah, 41.91 was, was Ty Cobb. Although they say that Ty Cobb probably, they went back and found like three more hits or something like that, I think I heard. Any, it doesn't matter. The point is I felt really bad and I apologized to him. And then he did that. And I was like, no, I'm no longer sorry. Now I want to. I wish we could go back to the big red machine thing so I could just start naming every single person on that team and make you feel like. An, yeah. 
Yeah. You didn't mention Pat Darcy. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> what about Pat Darcy? He's not even on the picture. He's not even on the picture. Right. He uh, had to funny. sign it up in the top right because he wasn't there on picture day because he didn't, he got traded later. Anyway, <laughs> there you go. So that's my, that's my stories. That's my, that's my stories. I've been wanting to talk, ask you about that. What would you do? If you're listening to this podcast, get down in the comments, YouTube, Apple podcast, Google play and iHeartRadio. It's like where it's all over, wherever these are, go in the comments. Let me know if this has ever happened to you. Ooh, those are, those are interesting, man. That walking into the hotel room with possibly, probably somebody in there. Yeah, I I mean it's the second time it's happened. Both times the TV's been on in the and the things he told me down there that that room had been empty for two days. So apparently nobody cleaned it. So he said, I got one that's just been cleaned to let today. It's on my today clean list. You can take this one. Let me ask you this. What if what city what city were you in? Columbus. Columbus. Very possible then. Um, what if there was a supermodel convention in town? And there was a supermodel in there. Yeah. Uh, and she was watching TV and eating McDonald's. I don't want to be sued. I don't want to like, I'm probably walk into somebody like putting makeup on and feel like the biggest creep to ever walk the face of the earth to be a, which I've come to find out a man, my age. Sure. Walking in on a 20 something. year old. Exactly. Yeah. No, I'm good, dude. I ain't trying to be maybe like 15 years ago. Sure. You know what I mean? Yeah. But a different story. I might have walked right into that thing. I don't want. Let's see what. I, let's see what's in here. You don't want, yeah. yeah, you don't want all the trouble that's going to come. No, with I don't want any of that trouble. It's too much. And then if I tell the story later on, and then then you got a wife of fifteen years, and they're like, "Excuse me, dude? no, I'm good. I, yeah, I don't need the. Uh, I don't need. Yeah, I'm closing the door and walking away. No matter what kind of convention it is. Good call. Yeah, yeah. Oh man, yeah. I don't know what I would do there. Um, question for you. Go. We, we've we've covered your last week or so here. Your last couple of weeks with your with your jaw and everything mm-hmm. hurting. How's the five a.m. club going? Oh yeah, I I have gotten up at five a.m. All but maybe four nights in the past two weeks, wow. four mornings, and I have stayed awake none of those times. so your alarm went off at five i get up walk into the bathroom where i have my alarm at where it's going off i look at it and i press the little button and i turn it off and i don't even go snooze because i don't want to make that trek again that's a long way in there and i go to my old my old go-to 6 15 6 30 and just get up at the normal time it's an hour and 15 minutes hour and a half early you can get a lot done I've got, I'm, I'm, I still have it set. It's still 5 a.m. Uh, and I've, yeah, uh, I, 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 I know I can do it. I'm going I know to you do can it. Too. I'm going to do it. And, and the good start is that you're just keeping the alarm on at 5 a.m. Uh-huh. So, I mean, if you don't, if you're just like, you know what, I'm not, I'm not going to get up at 5 a.m., I might as well just set it for 6 15, then there's no chance. No chance. If you do get up at 5 a.m., probably a good chance you're going to set it, reset it for 6 15, but, now you have a so chance. I've got I, here's here's what I need to do. I need to I haven't been turning the bathroom light on. I think I need to get that light on. I think I need to get the bathroom light on right away, close That's the door. Big. Put the bathroom light on, close the door and before I go to the phone. I think that's something I'm going to try to do. I might try to do it tomorrow. But try to get the light on, 
I'm going to try to get the light on before. I feel like if that light hits, maybe that'll be that little bit of extra where it's like, okay, all right, just, just stay up. Maybe I take up, maybe I get, I drink these little, I drink these like uh, energy drinks in the morning. Like when I leave for work, it's a little powder mixture. Um, maybe I make it the night before mm. sit it in there, get a drink, right? So you get that first little drink of a little flavor boost and you know, a little grape explosion, I believe is what the flavor is. I have right now. Grape in the morning. Huh? Mm. So good. Mm. Yeah. And, uh, We'll talk more about flavors later. Okay. Yes, we will. And uh, kick that. Maybe that's what I need to do. I need to get the drink sitting in there. I need to hit the light, take a drink, and go, okay, put your contacts in and go downstairs. You need to unwrap a dum-dum, stick it in there. Stick it in there. Yep. We will get to dum-dums later on. That's right. Okay. I'm impressed that you're still getting up at 5 a.m. and going to get the alarm. Absolutely. I would, yeah. I'm trying I, it, man. I, I don't think I can I'm going it. for it. It ain't, it ain't working, but I'm going for it. You got to, I mean, you got a plan now. You yep. got to try something new. Mm-hmm. That's cool. Yep. I like that. So there you go. Yep. That's the 5 a.m. club. And if anybody's got any tricks up their sleeve for 5 a.m. to get me up and moving. And that's the thing I was telling some people with baseball. Uh, so our baseball team hangs out all year round and, and we watch the, the football games because we got a group that the girls are the same age as our girls and the boys are obviously the same age. They play baseball together. So like whether we're at a dance competition or basketball, or whatever we're at, we're always kind of running together. So we've been, so I was telling them about this last week and four of them were like, Oh, I'm part of that because I have to, because I have to be up at that time in order to get to work on time. Yeah, it's like oh, so well, sorry. There's this. Um, I think he's like a neuroscientist or something. He's an op. He's an op- ophthalmologist, ophthalmologist or something. But and and like a neuro uh-huh. neuroscientist um, at Stanford School of Medicine. Okay, okay, I'm and digging this, Doctor Andrew Huberman. Okay, he's he's become really popular. He's got a podcast. Kind of, it's almost like the Joe Rogan podcast. He's got people like that on all the time. Um, he's got like, you know, other doctors and, and people in medicine and science and that kind of stuff. Um, and he, but he's real the Huberman big, lab, Huberman lab. Podcast, all right. That's all right. right. All right. Um, he's a cool guy too. Um, so, and he kind of like, he does a really good job of explaining things. Now he'll use the big terms and sure. explain things that are hard to understand, but he'll also kind of explain, like kind of, you know, explain it so that everybody can hear it. Okay. can understand it. Um, but he talks a lot about most of what he talks about is like health like how to how to be healthier how to get more out of yourself and everything and so he talks about the healthiest things in the morning getting a certain a certain uh time of sun like you know 10 minutes of sun so within the first like 30 minutes of waking up you're supposed to get like 10 or 15 or 20 minutes or something of sunlight in your eyes like you're supposed to almost look at the sun. So wow. at least get sunlight on you directly and try to look. Close this is some sun. liver King stuff right here where old boy walks around. Except this guy is actually educated. There's that. There's this cold therapy. You might, you might, I feel like it's so popular now, but it's like for, I forget what it is. Like, three or seven minutes or maybe 10, 10 or 15, even um, like exposing yourself to cold, like extreme cold. 
and there's a certain temperature and stuff like that. But I was actually, I was actually doing that for a little bit. So uncomfortable. <laughs> so like, can you get a shower that cold? I because think so. I'll tell you this, he's talking I, like ice bath, but if you can't get hardly anybody has an ice bath. So, sure. Uh, or yeah. a cryogenic chamber or anything like that. So like I get in the shower and like, if I wake up in the morning and I had a few too many cocktails, Oh, I go straight to the old Andy Griffith, uh, getting Otis, trying to get Otis up. Remember where they go hot water, cold water with them. Remember that? Of course you remember that episode. You're the Andy Griffith nut ever since I was a kid and I saw that. So then I grew up, have a couple of drinks, you know, wake up in the morning and I'm like, Oh my God, I gotta wake up. Gotta wake up. I'm feeling like crap. And I will go all the way cold. Oh, for as long as I can take it. And then go back to the heat and be like, Oh my God, thank you. And then I'll do it one more time. Just to get that shock of your adrenaline, if it's adrenaline or like yeah. it shocks your body, it releases pheromones and all kinds of stuff. Yeah, yeah. It, it's yeah. it's you're doing it. So well, I don't. I only do it when I'm hungover. But I now that I coach baseball and basketball during the week, I have like one day a week where I can actually have a drink or two, and that's <laughs> when I'm out of town. So there you go. Yeah. So yeah, and that's what I was. I would take a regular shower, and then at the end of it just go and you're supposed to get it like at least like on your neck or something. And so I would just turn the, the water all the way to cold and just stand there and just try to like, you know, use my mind to get through it or whatever. Yeah, the um, mental side of it. Yeah. And, and so I would deal with it, but I was like, I realized I'm probably going like 20, 30 seconds. That's what I do. Be, yeah. You're supposed to be doing like 10 minutes or something like no, that. I'm not doing 10 minutes. Yeah. I mean, I love, I, I, I appreciate it, but I feel like after that initial 30 seconds, my body's already got the, the explosion that's gone through it. Yeah. Yeah. I'm sure anything is better than nothing, but anyway, uh, yeah, that's, I'm going to check this dude out. Yeah. I've been He's into, cool. I like I've been into the books and, and, uh, but well, books on tape, I don't read books. I don't want to make on tape are good too. I just now within the last couple months got into tried a book on tape for the first time so i did the same thing with that audio i think it's co- or audible audible yeah yeah so i do that and you get like uh you get like one book a month which seems like i figured if i was paying like 10 or 12 bucks a month for this thing i would be able to get as many books that i and they're like oh we've got this huge library of books that you can get for free there ain't nothing in it. There ain't no good books in that in that thing. So I am constantly doing the uh, doing the book on tape, but it's I can only get one at a time. I made the mistake of my first book. I got Lord of the Rings. That was thirty three hours long. <laughs> yeah. So the next well, well, my next book I got was this five a.m. club. Oh, okay. that's where I came up. That's where I got this thing. Nice. And it wasn't what I thought it was. It's like this dude telling a story. He's like, a, I don't know. It's not as good as I thought it was going to be. I got you. But I, but the premise was, was for me to find something to talk myself into, figure out how to change myself to be a morning person. Yeah. That's a good call. I'll bet you there are all kinds of books on that stuff. There, I, Yeah. Good habits. It seems like most of them are concerned with habits. Yeah. That makes sense. I'm having a ton of trouble right now with my headphones. I just keep losing sound. Are you losing sound constantly? Yes. All right. <laughs> um, okay. So good. Uh, I'm glad you're doing all right. I, I know you're still dealing with some of the, some of the jaw stuff. It's definitely a thousand times better than it was. Good. It's a, today has been the best day I've had yet. Nice. By far. 
by right. far. Because even like yesterday, like uh, was, uh, Tuesday, Monday and Tuesday this week, it was just kind of sore. Like it felt, it wasn't that pain. It was just the, my whole jaw was sore. It was hard for me to open my mouth. So that was even, that was bad. Like it was like there, because of the pain I had had, it had swollen. It didn't look like it swelled up, but it felt swollen. And, and it was, but as of today, I feel really good today. Nice. I got two days left of antibiotics. I'm thinking I'm going to be hundred percent on Friday. I just let this thing go. That or I took going to the dentist and I just say, pull that back tooth all the way out as far like every bit of it. I don't want it ever to be around again. Mm. And it's already been highly worked on is the way the surgeon said. I said, yeah, it's got a crown on it. He said, oh, is this a filling? And I was like, no, it's a crown. Wait, like you can't tell you're an oral surgeon. <laughs> it doesn't look anything like my other tooth. It's like got nice round features to like it. We come on, man. You got x-ray right there. Look, that don't look nothing like a other tooth. It doesn't look like it's just got a little cavity filling, like a little dot in the middle of it. The Dude, this whole one's, thing. This one's white. The rest of them are exactly. some sort of yellow she shade. Does, she does a really good job. My dentist does a really good job of making sure that my crowns match my my teeth. Yeah. She colors them for me. She, <laughs> just just bring <laughs> mother of pearl. <laughs> Have you seen the uh, uh I forget what they call them, but it's like, you know different shades of like uh people of color yeah. you know it's like the yeah. world colors or something like that <clears throat> so it's like, like the yellow and red brown, and brown. like I'm all different shades of brown and light you know yeah um so yeah just they she pulls out like one of those or like the same thing with like all different shades of yellows <laughs> all different shades of browns all different shades of whites uh it'd be funny um okay so we uh I think we can move on to yeah. what we were going to talk about with the Hall of Fame, the Baseball Hall of Fame. You mentioned Scott Rowland uh, was inducted um, with 76 point something percent of the vote, like only five votes more than he what he needed. Right. Um, so just barely squeaked in. Um, it is a little bit seeing some of the other guys on that. And we've talked, I think the last couple of years about some of those guys, Gary Sheffield and Jeff Kent and, and some of those guys that, and you know, of course the Andy Pettits. And then we talk about the Barry Bonds and Roger Clemens. And all those well, those are, those, those are, that's different stories. Yeah. Um, so Scott Rowland did get the call and that's kind of weird to see Scott Rowland as the only guy. Well, Fred McGriff is in, I guess with the, um, with the old timers. Yeah. With the with the see even committee. the crime dog I don't see him as a hall he's not a hall of famer I love I love Fred McGriff and I love I mean the crime dog was the man he's not a, he was not a hall of famer though you know it, it's it's funny to see I saw tons of stuff online about it last night when that news came out and a lot of people that were like this is the reason Scott you know Scott Rowland only did this. This is why you shouldn't be in the Hall of Fame. Or if Scott Rowland's in, these 25 guys should be in or whatever. But you can also, you always see, and this is with everything now, you can find a way to make a case for those sure. borderline guys all the time. Uh, yeah, but if you, ha this is my, here's my thing. If I have to make an art, this is the Hall of Fame. If you have to make an argument to get someone into the Hall of Fame, to me, then they probably don't deserve to be in the Hall of Fame. It's, you know, I heard that argument too. Rob Parker, I, we were talking about that before we started. Um, 
he was saying the same thing. He's like, if I have to have a conversation about it, try to figure it out, then he's not a Hall of Famer. I, I agree. I should be able to, you should be able to say a name and I go, yes, Hall of Fame. Albert Pujols, Hall of Famer. Hank sure. Jr., Hall of Famer. Joey Votto. So, so then not a Hall of Famer? I'm asking you. <laughs> if somebody looked at you and said Joey Votto, I would say Hall of Famer. Okay. I would. He is, I mean, he was the best at his position for a number of times. Paul Goldschmidt, Hall of Famer. Okay. Nolan Arenado, Hall of Famer. Easy Hall of Famer. Yeah. Right? I mean, like, I can go through a lot of guys that are playing now and say it. But you'll always have the guys that you might think Joey Votto, a Hall of Famer. Okay, but then, okay, like Raul Mondesi, not a Hall of Famer. No, probably not. I right? mean, I always want to see everybody's numbers and compare you have them to, to other guys. But I feel like you, we play, pay attention, especially back then, to sports enough to know, okay, that guy was as good as they got. Like that, I heard Christopher Russo, Mad Dog Russo. I can't stand that guy. He gets on my last nerve. But he, he goes, I'm just going to make a case for Jeff Kent. And uh, to me, you say Jeff Kent, and I don't say Hall of Fame. But Jeff Kent, like every single category, was better than Scott Rowland. Yeah. More like because he played long. Did he play longer? No, I think his were – a lot of it was most years with this many, with 100 RBIs, most years with 30 home runs or home run totals. And uh, Jeff Kent won an MVP one year. Mm-hmm. And now he had – he hit – he hit uh, Behind Bear, in, in front, front of, of Barry Bonds. Bonds, which makes life incredibly easy. Yeah. But, uh, yeah. So, anyway, I, I don't know. I don't know. Like, uh, like, I mean, Jimmy Rollins. Is he a Hall of Famer? No, a huge fan of Jimmy Rollins. Um, I don't know. See, that's the thing. Like, at his position, like, for me, when I think of the Hall of Fame, I don't necessarily just think of the greatest. Like, there's there's a... Like if you you could say there's a different wing in the Hall of Fame for like the cream of the crop, the Ken Griffey Juniors, the Hank Aaron's, the 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 whole thing I got behind us back here, Willie Mays and, and Roberto Clement, like guys like that. There's a whole Babe Ruth. There's a different wing for them. And then then you've got guys like Tony Perez and you know Scott Rowland, Scott Rowland now, and you're like, okay, he's a Hall of Famer. I don't think they should be in just the Hall of Famer. I think that next thing should be, okay, who was the best at their position? Give me the, the number one guy in his era at his position, one or two, and I'll let them be a Hall of Famer. Yeah. Now, that being said, name a better third baseman in Scott Rowland's time than Scott Rowland. Yeah. Defensively, Adrian, without a doubt. Adrian Beltre, maybe. Yeah, Adrian. Yeah, I would say Adrian Beltre was and, better. Than Scott Rowland, and he'll be eligible next year, and he'll get. Yes, sure. he should get in. Adrian yeah. Beltre is a Hall of Famer. Yeah, yeah, and he had a really good end of his career too, where he like the last few years of his career, he when he was aging mm-hmm. had like this resurgence. Yeah, and absolutely, hundred RBIs, and, that kind of and you got guys like like Jeff Kent, not Jeff Kent, Jeff Bagwell, Craig Biggio, who just had such long solid like Craig Biggio was the best second baseman outside of maybe Roberto Alomar in his era. Yeah. Yeah. Jeff Bagwell was as, as good as any first baseman. I mean, he was right there as good as Frank Thomas and as good as a lot of other guys in his era. Yeah. 
Yeah, I, I just think you're always gonna have you're always gonna have a debate for some of the guys because for some people, oh yeah, Hall of Famer, and other people are gonna be like, yeah, but look at this, he did he did didn't do this, didn't do this, or this guy and this guy did, you know, were so much better at these things than him. There's just so many different ways to look at what makes a guy a Hall of Famer. I'll tell you this, I mean, uh, there are things, and you can take it for what you want, take it for what it's worth. Derek Jeter was the first ever unanimous vote to a hall of fame now you get upset about that thanks that, a lot for no no, no but think about this is what i'm saying so this obviously means something to a lot of sports writers okay number one there's a ton of sports writers in new york because of multiple teams and the the amount of people in new york so the amount of newspapers now there's more people in new york so they get more votes so that kind of thing's going to happen but that being said they obviously look at more things than just stats Mm-hmm. leadership the way you are with the with the media stuff like that and because Derek Jeter was the leader of the Yankees for however long Scott Rowland was a leader on every single team he played on from his rookie year on he was the rookie of the year in Philadelphia and was the leader of that team for the next eight years mm-hmm. or however long it was yeah and then he went to to uh St. Louis. St. Louis and was the leader of that St. Louis team with with Albert Pujols with Yadier Molina. He was the leader of that team. Jim Edmonds was on that team. He was the leader of that team. Jim Edmonds, another another guy. Is Jim Edmonds a Hall of Famer? Look at his stats. You could probably put him up there right there with with Roland. The problem is he's an outfielder. There's a lot of studs in his day. But um, he came to the Reds. He was the heartbeat of that Reds team that went on that run. Scott Rowland, yeah. He changed the way that team was. When we went out and signed Scott Rowland, Brandon Phillips, well, Brandon Phillips is Brandon Phillips, but like the way those two were together was great. In the when the they batted back to back in the in the uh, All Star game, yeah. and Rowland was on first, and he goes first to third and starts clapping and gets jumps like that stuff's cool, right? I mean, that's unbelievable. Yeah. Um. So maybe maybe there's a way for me to talk about it. If you want to put some of the intangibles in there, if that means a lot to these guys, if it really is a something that you're going to look at, I started looking at Scott Rowland a little bit differently because Jeff Kent wasn't absolutely was a D bag apparently <laughs> to a lot of guys. I mean, he had to deal with Barry Bonds's enormous head that got bigger and bigger the older he got. Um, How about that locker room, probably. Yeah, I mean, they got into a physical fight in the that's right in the, in the dugout. So yeah. forget about the locker room; they just get <laughs> at it in the dugout. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that's you know. So maybe he's and I don't know. Maybe Jeff Kent was a really good guy, but with that mustache and the way he looked, he just looked like he was not a friendly person. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. It's other side of the world. Yeah. I'm just saying, leaders of team. If if that means something, the way you're liked in the locker room the way that you're liked by the media, the way you are, the way you carry yourself as a major league baseball player. Yeah. I mean, you have to have the numbers. That's a must. Yes. But will something like that put you over the top of other people? Yeah, I believe, I believe it can. I believe it probably should. If you're a borderline guy, I do. And that, that prop that probably is, and or might be what got Scott rolling there. Yep. So I guess you just I kind of talked myself into saying I'm okay with Scott Rowland being in the Hall of Fame. I think I just talked myself into it here because before when we started this podcast, I wasn't a big fan of it. 
Uh, but I think I've just talked myself into it. The coach in you, I think. I, it comes out. Yeah, I think you might be right. You know, the coach, because that's one of the biggest things. What do, at, at, at the younger a, a, ages that I coach now, because I don't have a lot of older kids. I don't have any older kids. But the younger ages, the number one thing I try to tell every one of these kids is be coachable, which means pay attention. You know, be respectful. Something's going yeah. on. Be a, be a good teammate. That's what be I'm a saying. good teammate. Yeah. Don't look at somebody and go, you're not supposed to do that. You're supposed to do this. No, no. Guess what? You're not the coach. I'll tell him that. You just tell him, it's all right, brother. Get him next time. That's good teammate. Hey, come on, baby. You got it. That's a good teammate. Not, you shouldn't have done that. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Going through the little bit of that on my team too. Mm-hmm. That's going to happen, kids. Because we live in a world now where everyone feels like they have the, that they have this uh, uh, God given right to say whatever they want to say anytime they want to say it. And that's okay. And yeah. it's okay because there's freedom of speech. hundred percent. There's freedom of speech. You say anything you want, but there is also, there's just like, there are also rules and regulations that you have to live by. You say whatever you want, but you're going to have to deal with it. Yeah. Right. There's, there could be a punishment for it. You say it, of course you can, but yeah. you have to also be ready to, I don't know. Anyway, yeah, that's something that's tough for me. There was no more professional guy than Scott Rowland, from what I understand. And like you said, very well liked in the clubhouse, great leader. Um, it sounded like he was one of those guys that he would be – he was he was kind of a more quiet guy, but he would either kind of give you a look or he would come over to you and talk to you privately maybe and be like, hey, not how we do things here, pal. All right. Yeah. Kind of like All a, right. uh, kind of like a Freddie Freeman. You walk over and you're like, Hey bub, we don't put our sunglasses on top of our hats here in Atlanta. We let the A show. That's right. You know what I mean? Yeah. And then a couple of years down the line, find out that your boy doesn't like it or your boy's got something to say about it. Like he's not too upset that you're gone, even though you're the best hitter in baseball at the moment. In time. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Uh, all right. Well, you know, I'm, I'm really happy that Scott Rowland and Fred McGriff, whoever, if you don't think they belong in there and you have reasons for it, totally fine too. Fred McGriff, another guy that you always, that seemed like he was a really good guy. Yes. Yep. Like never a bad thing ever has ever, have I ever heard about Fred McGriff? And that was in the prime of my baseball watching life. Absolutely. Yep. It, it, those guys, it, Tony Gwynn, like sort of, I, mm-hmm. I you know, I think mm-hmm. he, of him the same way. Yeah. Good player. And now Tony Gwynn, easy hall of famer. Tony know. Gwynn. That's another, but, that's the other hall. That's the that's, hall. That's the easy. That's the, I say a name and everyone says yes. Yes. Right. Everyone. Well, says yes. not everyone. I mean, only, only Derek Jeter gets that honor. but anyway, <laughs> that's, that also is the dumbest thing. You get to write how many, seven people down. You can, hey. 10? You can, vote, you can 10. vote for 10 people, and you're telling me that there's somebody that didn't vote for Ken Griffey Jr. the first time, that there's somebody that didn't vote for Tony Gwynn the first time, that there's somebody that didn't vote for Greg Maddox the first time, there's somebody that didn't vote for Nolan Ryan the first time. It's Hank the most – Hank Aaron the first – that's the most ridiculous thing I've ever heard in my entire life. It's, it's – yeah. If anything, if anything, I hope that being done ushers in a new era of – if Albert Pujols retires and someone doesn't vote for him, I, I'm not going to make an outlandish statement and but and say that I'm not going to watch baseball anymore or anything like that. But the the system is broken. Yep. 
if if Miguel Cabrera retires, which both of them did this year, and doesn't go in unanimously, the system is broken. Yeah, it's broken, and there is no you can't you can't tell me Miguel Cabrera is not in walk in walk walk out of the dugout out of the locker room and into the Hall of Fame player. Wasn't there some suspicion with or or some sort of thing where he? I don't know if he tested positive for something or there was a lot of speculation about him having some sort of PED tie. I, I don't know that I have, I, I haven't heard have anything. I mean, most of those guys you've heard of, right? Like even big poppy came out and, you know, and Andy Pettit and uh, guys like that who, you know, there was suspicion or it was something, but it never like they just came out and got in front of it and said, "Yep, made a mistake. That was me." Boom, and then you never hear about it ever again. I I feel like I would remember something like that with Cabrera, but I don't. I not that I I don't think I don't think so. I think Cabrera was more like a pool holst, just a just a monster hitter. Yeah, and both of them ended up way bigger than they were when they got into the league. But a lot of people do that when you come from another country and you get, and you start playing baseball and we see you at 18 and 19 years old. And when you're 30 something with a major league locker room and weight room and trainers to tell you exactly what muscles to be working on for your specific sport are going to be bigger. It's just, yeah, is what it is. Yeah. I think of Manny the same way though. Just, I know that he had his name was was uh, tied to something, and maybe he tested positive for something. I can't remember, but Manny Ramirez tested positive three or oh, four yeah. times. That's right. Not once. He when they moved the suspensions to if you get tested for pot, if you test positive, the first one was fifty games, then it was a hundred games, then it was a season, and and they did that. He got suspended for an entire season. That's when he and he and then nobody signed him back. Oh, that's right. That's right. He got all three of those. Yeah. Manny Ramirez, thousand percent HGH user. (laughs) But he was such multiple times. But he was such a good hitter. And he wasn't like a 50 home run guy. You know, he was a he was a 330 hitter. You know, he was he was more. I think of him more like that. And for that, he was and he was a heavy gap hitter and he did hit quite a few a lot of home runs. But he did. But but for that reason, I think of him as like, yeah, but. He's like like Bonds. Yes, just say Bonds. Just easy had one of the home, best eyes ever. Easy home, yeah. yeah, easy Hall of Famer, no matter what. Yeah. Um, but anyway, I don't know. It's it's still weird to see some of those guys' names on the ballot every year, and it is. like they're still on the. Yeah. Anyway, um, yeah, I, I saw a thing where I don't think I saved it, but um, the like the next four or five classes, the guys that are going to be eligible, uh, garbage. No. Uh, mostly some guys that like Beltre's next year, you know, in like three or four years, uh, Pujols and Molina are both going to be in the same class. Is, is it five years after you retire? I think it's five. Yeah. In baseball. Well, yeah. Pujols and Molina would be at least five years away. Yeah. Is it five? Yeah, I think so. Anyway. Um, yeah, I, there were just, yeah, there were some guys coming up and I mean, and that's going to be a class. Yeah. Pujols, Molina and Cabrera. Is Molina, did Molina retire this year? Is this Molina's last year? Yeah. So you have Pujols, Molina, and Cabrera that will all be eligible. And once again, they should all three be unanimous unanimous vote to get in. Yeah. Shouldn't be like it should be that easy for guys like that. Guys like that should be that 
easy. Clayton Kershaw, walk-in Hall of Famer, right? Yeah. Uh, Justin Degrom, I know it's been a, only a few years, and and we'll, and and injuries have hurt him. He's a walk-in Hall of Famer. There is no pitcher like Justin Degrom when he's healthy. Zero. There is zero pitchers as good as him when he's healthy. He wins a Cy Young Award. It's yeah. that simple. <laughs> yeah. It's that simple. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, that's just. And then you got guys like like uh, old two eye, old two color eyes, uh, walk in Hall of Famer. It's bad if I can't remember his name. Come on, two eyes just got traded, not got traded, but just signed. Uh, he won it all with Washington, not Washington. Yeah, with Washington, with the Nationals. Uh, oh, he went to the Mets. Scher- yeah, yeah, Scherzer, 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 Max Scherzer. Scherzer. Yeah, that's right. Old two eyes. Old two, old two eyes. Good old two eyes. What a weird guy with two eyes. Um, <laughs> yeah, uh, I, I walk in Hall of Famer. Yeah, yeah. Among the best two or three pitchers in his era, by far. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Um, I think we uh, could have a pod. I think we could do a podcast more on how how much that irritates me and who those baseball writers are and are they talking to each other? Are they having a conversation to make sure one person doesn't vote for Ken Griffey Jr.? It's somebody, somebody have a conversation and go, y'all, everybody's voting for him. All 380 people are voting for him. I'm not. Somebody probably didn't vote for him on suspicion of, of some sort of, you know, because well, then you can't vote for anybody that era. played in the 90s. You can't vote for anybody that played in the 90s. And that might be the case. Because then you couldn't do that with, with Jeter either. Jeter. He played most of his career was in the 90s. Yeah. What did he come up? 94, 93, 94, something like that? Some, yeah, 94, 95, maybe something like that. Because he was so, only a year or two in in 96 when they won it, right? Yeah. Yeah. So if that's the case, then you can't take anybody from the 90s because yeah. it was in every single locker room. And it, there's the suspicion would be for every single person. Mm-hmm. Every single person. Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> I don't know. Uh, yeah. It doesn't make sense. I agree with you. It does not make sense for uh, so many guys to not have everybody vote them in. Um, Is that even the biggest deal, though, really? Ooh, 10%. Ooh. Um, it is what the biggest deal that they didn't get unanimous. Like in the end, they're hall of famers. They're in there with everybody else. It doesn't say, uh, it's just annoying. That's all. Yeah. I mean, but it doesn't say on there if they were un- unanimous or not. You know what I mean? I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. Well, all right. We've got 10% left. So we're going right into NFL. I'd say. Yeah, we're going to the NFL. I, I can. We got this. I just got to go get a. Oh. Uh, I'm gonna get a court. So what, what, what we'll do is you want to you want to start talking about who's left in the NFL right now. Sure. How about that? Uh, yeah. I always do really well when. Uh, I'm not going oh, anywhere. Have, oh, I'm gonna, there you go. I'm gonna try cool. to stay right here. I just gotta do some maneuvering. I thought you were leaving the room. Nope. I'm gonna do <laughs> some maneuvering. I'll be in the room. I'm going to get a plug into the iPad to keep this thing rolling. That's perfect. But I'll be away from the microphone for a moment. Copy that. Um, so we have obviously our Cincinnati Bengals, and they uh, the uh, maybe the most surprising uh, game of the of the year. They down one of the worst offense. Well, a poor offensive line. Yeah, is was depleted. 
I mean, they were missing three guys, right? Cap is out. Collins has been out. And Jonah Williams is out. Both tackles. And, and your right and your right guard and your right tackle and your left tackle. Your uh, microphone's not coming in here. Oh. oh, yeah. Oh, is it just that? Okay. I didn't know if it had something to do with the, no, what you were holding here. Okay, we're good. Good, 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 good. Okay. So, uh, yes, missing missing half their offensive line, and um, I turned my mic down. I'm sorry. Now we're going to turn it down. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> okay. My mic might have picked you up. I'm sure it did. Uh, I'm loud enough. And I guarantee it did. All right, so, so speak about it while I plug this in. Okay. So the Bengals, uh, from the very first drive of the game, just absolutely torched the Bills. Um, you know, it was it – was, <laughs> <laughs> Never mind. There was a joke that somebody made that I'm not going to make on this podcast. But anyway, oh come on! The, no, it was about tomorrow. <laughs> oh no! Oh, no, we're not Don't doing do that. It. Not doing that. It was really funny, but it, it, everything's fine. It's not you know really bad or anything. But <laughs> uh, but you know what? Speaking of that, it was on the bonfire of a show that we both have listened to, and um, <laughs> with with Dan Soder and Big J Okerson and. By the way, speaking of that, the Bonfire Bowl is the NFC Championship game. So Big J Ogerson's a big Eagles fan, and Dan Soder is a big 49ers fan. They play each other this week. I hate I that was so dumb of me to just <laughs> leave the Bengals game as we were talking about it to go. That's right okay. You're good, bud. You get nervous when I walk away from the microphone. I know how it gets. I uh, I go to the only thing that I know about either basketball or comedy, and <laughs> that's my safety net. But anyway, um, that's a great podcast. Hey. Both of them have their fans fandom. One's one's an Eagles, one's a 49ers, so that's going to be a lot. I'm sure this week is a ton of fun for them. Yeah, yep. They were already talking about it. So um, that's that game. That's the NFC Championship game. I, who do you think in that game? I'm going to tell you right now. That's I think it'll be a good game. I I think it might be another low scoring game, maybe, and which is kind of boring. That the Dallas uh, 49ers game was terrible right after the Bengals game, didn't almost unwatchable. But the 49ers have so many weapons Mm -hmm. between Debo Samuel and Christian McCaffrey and George Kittle, and they're working with. Mr. Irrelevant, the last pick in the draft, their third string quarterback, and he's not making mistakes. And then you have maybe the best quarterback in the NFL or one of the top three for sure in Jalen Hurts on the other side, who is playing out of his mind with a hurt shoulder. The Uh, Eagles hurt, hurts, hurts. His shoulder hurts. By the way, you guys did just hear Chris say Jalen Hurts is by far better than Joe Burrow. He did just say that. (laughs) In the NFC. I meant to say in the NFC. That's why I said one of the top three in the NFL. That may have came out wrong. He's he's, He's by far the best quarterback in the NFC. It's not even close. But he's also one of the top three quarterbacks in the league. Um, here's the deal. This is a tough game for me. I got family that are big Eagles fans. I've got, I also think that the 49ers are, are unstoppable right now. They have the best defense in the NFL and they've got enough weapons to put around 
a third string quarterback that's not making mistakes. And if you can, people talk about all the time, a system quarterback, you just get a guy out there and you, you, you run a game plan to make sure he, he doesn't have an opportunity to make mistakes one or two reads and that's it. And boom, get the ball out. Then I, I, I I think they're going to win where, whereas you have Jalen hurts, who's become one of these is become a great thrower of the football is can is, is an unbelievable runner of the football and can do anything at any point. He can make things happen. If things aren't there, I don't feel like Brock Purdy is necessarily that guy, but he doesn't need to be that guy yeah. when you have that many weapons around you. Mm-hmm. And Christian McCaffrey is it. It still is crazy to me how good he is. Yeah, I I don't understand it. I don't know how it happens, but he is that dude. He's that dude. Very good. Um, so hard. It's so hard. I'm gonna go in Philadelphia. What's the spread right now? You got it pulled up right there. What do they got? Yeah. Is Philly getting uh, – Philly laying Philly laying two or three or four? Two and a half. Two and a half. So, usually they say for a home game, it's an automatic three points. So, that's basically a pick em game at a neutral site. So, they don't have to flip a coin over in the NFC to see where they play? I suppose not. Okay. Just wondering. Um, AFC either. Not for this. Probably should have flipped a coin. We'll talk about that in a second. Uh, I'm going, I'm going, I'm going, I'm going Mr. Irrelevant in the Niners. Oh, it hurt. My dad's going to be so mad. <laughs> My Aunt Betsy's going to be so mad. I'm rooting for the Eagles. Okay. But I think the Niners are going to win. Okay. Does that make sense? I think I'm maybe almost the opposite. I think I might be rooting for the Niners a little bit. And think that the Eagles might have a better chance. Really? Yeah. So what is it about the 49ers that make you root for the 49ers? Because um, as a Cincinnati Bengals fan, I would never yeah. root well, for the 49ers unless you want that. Part of that is it would kind of be fun. The two Super Bowls that the Bengals have been in were against the 49ers. Not anymore. They've been in three now. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And we've lost all three. Oh. Oh, what was the other one? I don't remember that one. Must have been, <laughs> must have been like the fifties or something. Anyway, it's hard. It's hard being a Bengals fan right now and having this happen like this so because quick because we it. don't know what to do with it. Yeah. We're still stuck in the eighties, brother. That's right. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, uh, so three, so two of the three Super Bowls they've been in were against the 49ers, both Joe, eighties. Uh, yeah, um, yeah. But so anyway. Maybe that would be fun. Also, I I do like if I have friends that are big fans of teams, sometimes I sort of uh, not adopt those teams, but at least root more for them. Yeah. Um, you got a buddy who's Niners fan? I I don't, but I'm a big Dan Soder fan. (laughs) Oh, I got you. Yeah. Uh, I I don't know. For some reason, you know, I love Big Jay versus two, but um, I'm sure he did it. He does. He doesn't do it. Yeah. But Big Jay doesn't do Randy Macho Man Savage. Like, right. That's Dan Soder. That's the difference. So, anyway. Uh, Dan Soder or uh, Racha, Ra- Randy Macho Man Savage, former draft pick of the Cincinnati Reds, so probably a Bengals fan. Of course, yes. Or How could I, he is he be? dead? Yes, he is. Okay. Yes, Randy Poffo is dead. All right. Uh, All right. So, how about the Bengals game? Though? Let's go to the Bengals game now. Joe Burrow has just won his fifth. Was it six? I can't remember how many playoff games. He's he's the winningest playoff quarterback. 
in Cincinnati Bengals history and has been in two postseasons. <laughs> that's that's cool. That is who we have been rooting for our whole lives. Yeah. That's why, like, I always like I, I this past Sunday f- didn't feel like last year. It didn't feel the same. Yeah, it almost felt like we it, maybe not expected, maybe because we were up by two scores the whole game, but. If maybe a little bit expected is the word like you, we were expecting now to be for it to be a game that we can go out and win. The other games were like, Oh crap. What do you think? Oh, I mean, we're in it. You never know. Here we go. And now it's like, Oh no, 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 no. We are one of the best teams in the NFL. I, I don't remember that ever. Yeah. You know, what struck me this watching the Bengals bills game was all last season throughout the playoffs and even to start even like in some of the games leading up to the end of the season here and this long winning streak the Bengals have been on and then these first couple games here in the playoffs I was like the Bengals have caught so many breaks they've been super a super super lucky team I feel like the last two years especially last year and because the opponents are you know getting so many penalties against them and penalties in big situations mm-hmm. that's happened a lot in the last two years for the Bengals in the Bengals favor and it's hurt them in a couple big games as well but yeah I got gotcha. you during during but I feel like it's been yeah. uh, there have been some major major especially last year and watching that Bills game I was thinking you know what I'm thinking this whole time they're lucky and they have been, but there's really good teams get that, get that kind of luck. That's it. It's not luck. It's not luck anymore. That's where that luck thing goes. That's really good teams. Don't have to be lucky because they make less mistakes and make the other team make more mistakes. Exactly. And it's not necessary. That's what I I was hoping you would get to that point. Yeah. Cause I wanted to hear you get off of the luck thing because it's not, I don't feel like it's, getting lucky i feel like it's better preparation it's they are one of the least penalized team they might be the least penalized team in the nfl i know they're in the top five of of least penalized teams mistakes happening in that case right and turnovers they make they cause turnovers they not a ton they're probably in the middle but but they don't but if but they don't exactly so when you don't turn the ball over that much you don't have to be one of the highest turnover teams. You just got to be in the middle of the pack, and you're going to look like you – it's going to feel like you turn the other team over a ton because you don't do it. Yeah, just be on the plus side of the mm-hmm. turnovers. And, it, yeah, it, that that definitely struck me watching that game. I'm like, okay, they're catching a lot of breaks because because they're good and they're making breaks for themselves. One of my one of my favorite things I heard during that game. So like you play we played Baltimore and it was a tough game. That Baltimore game was tough. I mean, outside of a 98-yard fumble re- recovery, right? That game could be different. Lamar Jackson's in that game. That game could be different. Uh yeah, just, Lamar Jackson probably doesn't just hold the ball out in front of him like a goofball from 3 or 4 yards out or whatever. You never game. know. I don't you don't know. Um and and Dobbins was running all over us, you know what I mean? Did they give the ball to Dobbins that might be a different even just ask him he went off about that but anyway but that's an afc north team we see them a lot and we just played them that that that's in that whole thing too one of my favorite things i heard uh one of the guys that we were while i was watching the game and after that first drive where mixon was running all over them we've got three new offensive linemen we've got 
Jackson Carmen, who lost his job at right tackle last year. And when he got drafted two years ago, everyone went, huh? What are they doing? And uh, so, but we, we walk out and we just move their defensive line. Mm-hmm. And Mixon does that. And guy goes, well, Buffalo, welcome to the AFC North. And I was like, oh, I like that. Smash mouth football, right? And we did. We did. Mixon took over that game. He was awesome. He was awesome in that game. Where were you for the game? I was at uh, my humble abode. By yourself? Did you have uh, anyone anyone with you? By yourself. When you're by yourself, is it complete quiet or do you talk to the TV? Complete quiet. God, good for you. I talk to the TV, whether I'm by myself or everybody else is around. <laughs> I'm a talker, a yeller. Hey, I, I you know, I, I might be like, come on, get a stop here or something like yeah. that maybe once in a while, yeah. but yeah, pretty quiet. Yeah, nothing, pretty quiet. If I'm at the game, I'm the same way, to be honest with you. Sure. Yeah, no, I know you are. I know you are. But uh, yeah, anyway, but so this Chiefs game. So Bengals Chiefs now. Bengals have beaten the Chiefs the last three times they've played them. That right. makes me nervous. I hate that that keeps coming up. Exactly. That makes me nervous. Exactly. It's hard to beat I, any team, I any thought professional team, three times in a row. Let alone one of the best teams consistently over the last four or five years. Yep. And, and, and yeah, that definitely scares me. Um, now, the playbook is a little – is going to be a little different for Mahomes, or maybe it's not. Well, how bad is this high ankle sprain? High ankle sprains are everywhere you talk to. The guy could barely put weight on it the other day if it was really that bad of a high ankle sprain like it looked it's not any better today than it was on sunday i heard he practiced today really yeah or he was i heard that they were going to take him out of i heard he wasn't going to practice all week which is fine he's not a guy that needs to practice he's been in that offense for long enough he knows but i'd love to see how because that's the big thing, right? Like everybody's talking. Well, if you can, if you can't let Patrick Mahomes extend plays, this is a beatable team. Like, of course, they were beatable when he was able to extend plays. Our defensive line, just rushing four against Patrick Mahomes, did a phenomenal job of containing him. And we had an we had a spy, and we had everybody else back. Like you, you had coverage. Now they're talking, well, Lou Anarumo needs the blitz, 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 because run right at him, keep everybody coming at him now that he can't get out of the pocket. I, I, I feel like the Bengals have the advantage by being able to stick with what they do and don't change anything, do what you do best on defense. They are the ones that have to come up with a new playbook to try to make this work for them with Patrick Mahomes in the pocket. Yeah. They're the ones that are going to have to find easier reads for him to get the ball out of his hands quicker. So I, I, I don't know that I'm a hundred percent. I mean, Luana Ruma blitzes like four times a game and it's usually with Hilton off the edge. And he does that, that heart, that, that sharp cut blitz and it's, it's off the edge and, and either gets a tackle for a loss on a run or sacks quarterback. I love watching it. But it's like four times a game, maybe. Otherwise, he rushes four. And I love it because we don't have the best defensive backs. Our best defensive backs are both hurt. Oh, our best defensive back is hurt. I don't know about – I guess the rest of them are starting to But the secondary, I I thought, played really well against Buffalo. Can I say this? Eli Apple, 
Eli Apple is, I mean, let's be honest. He's probably the third or fourth cornerback on the team. He's forced to be the second guy right now. And uh, when a quarterback makes a bad throw and the, and the, the wide receiver is four steps past you, but he jumps and he's out of bounds and it's on fourth down. Don't throw your hands up in the air. Like you just made the play of the year. I can't stand that. I hate that. That's been going on so long. I'm <laughs> okay like with if you make that. a great play. I'm all, look, I'm good. If you make a great play and you are hyped, like get it. You know what I mean? And especially when he did it to the stands, like looked at the stands and pointed at himself. Like, you didn't do anything on that play. That was, I believe, the throw where uh, Tony Romo made the comment. That was uh, that is one of the best throws I've ever seen. Or no, that was one of the most perfectly thrown balls I've ever seen. It was just a little bit wide. Yeah, that kind of takes away the perfect perfectness out of it, doesn't <laughs> it there, Tony? Doesn't it, buddy? But God love Tony. He loves good quarterbacks. He he was all over Josh Allen. He was all over Joe Burrow. He'll be all over. He's all over Patrick Mahomes when Mahomes is cool. I mean, he 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 loves his quarterbacks. So sure. makes sense. Anyway, besides the point. Yeah. I, so who are you taking? <laughs> it's really hard for me. Not it, it is probably a silly thing to think about because every game is a different game. It's, you know, the last game doesn't really, I'm sure they're going to watch film. They already have, uh, and they're going to take whatever they can, both teams away from whatever happened in their last game, maybe their last couple games. But it's like you said before, that really, I can't escape that feeling like, oh, I thought they were going to lose the last game they played against them because you can't beat a team that good three times in a row. Yeah. Now we're talking about the same thing four, four times, times and twice, four times in, in 13 months. Yeah. Basically a year, two of them for the AFC championship. Yeah. So it's really hard for me, but you know, I kind of felt like the bills were probably going to win the game on uh, going into the game. I was Did like, you really? Yeah. I was like, I, you know, going into the season, there were a lot of this, people's Super t- Bowl picks. Yeah, but this team and, and the Bills haven't been playing great. And that right. goes down with DeMar Hamlin. And you saw what Cincinnati did to them in those first two drives. Mm-hmm. They went right down the field and scored. Yep. Buffalo went right down the field, but the defense did what our defense does. We're one of the best red zone defenses out there. Don't give up touchdowns. Gives it up. And we are on the other side of the 50 driving when that game is called. The Bengals, and then, and then, and the Bengals play so well on the road, and they, they've, they've got this chip on their shoulder that even being one of the best teams in the NFL, they're able to keep it because of the things that are happening, right? Like the the coin flip. If if the Bengals lose to the Ravens, now they're all pissed off about that. You know, there's we're doing coin flip. Get out of here. Who does a coin flip? We talked about it on this podcast. It's the most ridiculous thing I ever heard that it was going to come down to a coin flip. They take care of business there beat the Ravens without Lamar. Now they're in the, they're playing the Buffalo bills, the number two seed, where is if that game was played, there's a chance that they could have been tied with the bills record wise. And in that case would have had the tiebreaker in the head to head and would have been the number two seed. And that game could have been in Cincinnati, but that doesn't get to be a coin flip. That game doesn't get to be a, um, that game doesn't get to be a neutral site game. Yeah. So they got this little chip on their shoulder again for that. 
I hope you give up. I hope you got all your refunds. I hope you're ready to give your refunds, Burrow says afterwards or whatnot. You know what I mean? Like, go get your refunds, I think is what it was. I, I love, I love, love, love that they're able to keep that chip on their shoulder. Mm-hmm. And now all the talk is about Patrick Mahomes. All the talk this week is about Patrick Mahomes and his ankle. All of it. Mm-hmm. Now, you're also getting a whole lot of people talking about Joe Burrow possibly being the best quarterback in the NFL right now. Like, people are ready to say – like, like it's been Mahomes for the last couple of years, and they're ready to go. Uh, yeah, maybe it is Burrow. Maybe this is the maybe this kid's got that extra it factor, that Scott Rowland leadership slash, you know, the way he is. He's there's something different. The Tom Brady, something's just different. Mm-hmm. Thank God for me, I say that all that's going on because I think that keeps these guys in a different mentality, and they still play, feel like there's a chip on their shoulder. Yeah, I got you. Yeah. And then after that, I hope Jalen Hurts wins the MVP and they got to play the Eagles in the in the Super Bowl. And then Burrow's got another thing. That, and then that whole team will step up then. The whole team's going to go, that's Burrow's MVP. We're going to show. Forget an MVP. We don't want an MVP. You keep the MVP. We want a, we want a, we want a Super Bowl. That's what we're going after. <laughs> I can see that kind of stuff. You know, they keep finding – Michael Jordan-esque bulletin board material out of things. You know what I mean? To keep them going. Yeah. Yeah. Make up something about a guy walking by you and not saying something in a restaurant. Or yeah. Something. Yeah. Or or making up that somebody said something yeah. about you in a restaurant or whatever, saying that he couldn't, he couldn't score something on him and come to find out that you were telling your whole team the story about what this guy said. And the guy never yeah. said it. <laughs> yeah. Wasn't even at the restaurant. That yeah. night or whatever. Yeah. Oh, anyway. Yeah. I think you're right though. I, with the, the confidence and the chip on their shoulder. Um, yeah. I, they, I mean, they're, they're just playing like, I, I don't know. They're just playing like been there, done that. Yeah. Been there, done that. Yeah. So yeah. Uh, what the heck? I'm going Bengals. I'm go, I, I'm gonna go for the I'm you know I'm going for the Bengals you know I you don't even have to ask me I had the Bengals going thirteen and four this year that's right I had the Bengals going thirteen and four unlike you and Andre we got to get Andre back on we got you notice you notice when I sent all that out about got to figure out how to get the golden pipes and all that stuff radio silence in the group chat radio silence crickets well, he, he went to the to the game in Buffalo so. He was, he was busy doing that for sure. Oh, oh um, he probably didn't have his phone with him. You're right. He probably didn't have his phone with him. Sorry. <laughs> I didn't even say anything in the Buffalo game. Everything I was saying was the week before that. Yeah, that's true. That is true. Radio silence. Yeah. I'm thinking Andre Edwards really, really doesn't have magical golden pipes, and he's scared that he's going to have to show it off now. Maybe Andre, I hope you're listening to this. Maybe Andre is not the leader of Debonair. Maybe he's not the Justin Timberlake of Debonair. Maybe he is the uh, Chris. Oh, what was that one? Wit? No, what's that one guy's <laughs> name? I can't remember his name. I, Joey Fatone. Maybe he's the Joey Fatone. You know what I mean? The, 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 the good looking guy who does all the little extra stuff. And, and, and he, he, he did a couple TV shows and stuff like that. Maybe he's Joey Fatone and somebody else is the golden pipes and he just doesn't want to show he doesn't want to he don't want to get he don't want to get called out shots have been fired shots fired all right we're andre. ready andre we're ready right. we'll come to you we said we'll come to you i will pack up the studio well at least the board and the mics 
and I've got another mic. You bring your own mic. Bring your own microphone. Bring your own. I, I don't want to see a synthesizer though. Is that what they call those things? <laughs> no synthesizer. Oh, yeah. It was auto tune. Don't don't. We don't auto tune over here. Oh. <laughs> no auto tune. Me and Adam had to go acapella. We will come to you. We will find a time and a place that we will make this work. You've lost a bet. It's time to pay up. And we're not doing it over Zoom. You need to. We're. I was going to gonna say we both we both did it over Zoom. So I'm wondering if he'll say, "Hey." I'm doing it over Zoom. You guys did it over Zoom. Uh, if he wants to do it over Zoom, I guess I'll allow it. But I, I'm telling, I'm saying right now, we want to come to you. We want it to yeah, be. I'm in. I mean, this is a this is a uh, collegiate vocal cords. This is collegiate athlete vocal cords that we're getting. This is classically trained yeah. song singing. Mm-hmm. I don't want to. I don't want that to be over Zoom. I feel like we need to get that yeah. recorded the right oh, way. Oh, it would be much more wonderful for uh, wonderful for us. Sure, <laughs> to easy, easy for you to say. Yeah. Uh, okay. Anyway, yeah, that that uh, yeah, I'm hoping we can get together with him for real. He's ta- he's talked for the last few years about man, I got to get into the studio some sometime with you guys. It's hard for him. He's got kids that are doing all kinds of stuff. Trust me, I get that. We do this podcast at 10:30 at night on a, on a Wednesday just so we can do it when the kids are not playing something or asleep yeah and he and he he lives farther away he does but uh yeah i'm i'm willing to go up there too uh so anyway so we've got Bengals 49ers i guess in the super bowl huh that's right uh i i that is that what i picked i think it's what i picked is that what you you picked Bengals eagles 49ers you are going to go 49ers well i'm going eagles then oh okay we both said 49ers. Oh, I thought you said, I think the Eagles are going to win, but I'm rooting for the Niners. And I said, I yeah, think I the Niners are going to win, but I'm rooting for the Eagles. So if we're going who we're rooting for, then I'm rooting for the Eagles. Okay, let's do that. I'm rooting for the Eagles for my family because they're Eagles fans. My dad is going to be in Georgia with my aunt who lives in Pennsylvania, which doesn't make any sense. But they go to Georgia during the winter months, right? Go south, right? Snowbirds. But he's going down there to watch these two games. Is that right? Yeah. She's a huge Eagles fan. Her husband is a huge Pittsburgh Steelers fan. Uncle Jeff. Uh, yeah. So uh, they're going to be to get – dad's going down to watch it with him. And I've already got the, the yes, indeedy, as long as there's no snow. Kaggle brother will be back in Cincinnati if the Bengals make the Super Bowl. Yeah. Awesome. Very cool. So, uh, yeah, you know, you know, you know the drill. You know where we'll be on the Super Bowl Sunday. Yeah. Feel free to come on by. All right. All right. There you go. Through this week. Yeah, got to get through this week. That's the whole thing. Got to beat Mahomes. I keep saying that. We've been did that did this the other day. We were talking about stuff like that, and I said, let's just let's 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 get through Kansas City. Um, Next on the list, that's uh, the football. I guess what we got. Let's talk. The Mount Rushmore this this week mm-hmm. was uh, did I pick the Mount? Yeah, I picked the Mount Rushmore. The Mount Rushmore of dumb dumb sucker flavors. Yes. Pretty pretty excited about this, um, Adam. When when we did uh, sunflower seed flavors, you did a lot of research. You bought multiple flavors of sunflower seeds. I did. Did you do anything for this? 
Oh, excuse me. Did you buy a bag of of dum dums and just kind of get some a few licks on each flavor? (laughs) No, but uh, for a while there in the office, our little group, our our department had somebody. You know those like little styrofoam. Well, yeah, anything styrofoam, but you you stick a bunch of dum dums in it. Yeah. Yeah. So we had one of those on the table in the middle of our area and we kept buying bags of dum-dums and we'd stick them all in there. And it was kind of a fun little thing. Uh, we haven't done that. So in a you've while. had many flavors of dum-dum suckers. Well, you know me, I don't branch out too often, but uh, yeah, I mean, I, I, it, <laughs> I snatch one out of there every now and then. Sure. I wouldn't have otherwise had dum-dums because I, I don't just go, I don't just buy them at the store. Sure. No, unless but you're taking them out of your kid's candy, which you don't have any kids. So unless I'm taking it out of their candy, I'm not a sucker guy. As a grown-up, as a grown human being, I don't. I'm not a sucker person. Right. So, yeah, I can see that. Once in a while, if I have access to Tootsie Pop, Tootsie Pops, or Blow Pops, really? once in a while, I'll grab one. It's too much for me. Have you ever done the how many licks does it take to get to the center of a Tootsie Pop? I did that once when I was a kid. No, I just I, kept licking. I don't it. have the patience. Unlike the, unlike the, uh, the owl. It's two, it's not one or three. I mean, to who? Yeah, three. Three. Pretty good bite. <laughs> yeah. Um, anyway, I have had some in the last, you know, four or five years or whatever since mm-hmm. I've been at that company. So, but it's been a while. Uh, I do have my flavors that I think I, I had a list in my notebook that I didn't bring of maybe eight to 10 flavors. Okay. And I, I marked two of them and I left two blank. All right. Give me the two. Give me the guarantee two butterscotch okay you hate butterscotch i feel like root beer you hate root beer i feel like okay (laughs) okay now i'm gonna read off the rest of the flavors okay all right strawberry grape cotton candy watermelon cherry bubble gum raspberry orange uh cream soda mango pineapple punch yeah here's what i'm doing i'm going i'm kind of staying consistent with the things that, with the first two, and I'm going cream soda. I had a feeling you were going to go there. I'm going to go cream soda. I feel like probably I, I it feels rare. It feels a little bit rare. Yeah, the cream soda the cream is soda. not. I don't. I don't either. Yeah, I'm going cream soda. Um, and then my fourth one, I think I'm going with a. It's between watermelon, strawberry, and cherry. Mm-hmm. And I am going to go. I'm going to go with. Uh, Let's go strawberry. I like it. So I hate strawberries, but I love strawberry flavored Same. candy. Same. I, I am not, I can't stand, I think root beer, I think Dr. Pepper, I think those are two of the grossest pops ever made. But for some reason, I do, I like a root beer dum-dum. Number one dum-dum flavor by far. Like there's nothing even close to it. The I will go out of my way if I see a butterscotch dum dum, and I will pick that up and eat it. Thousand percent, thousand percent. I will go oh, man, after I that. Didn't think you would butterscotch by far, bar same, none, same. the greatest dum dum sucker flavor there is. I love grape. I love cherry. I love the watermelon. 
the cotton candy, uh, the cream soda in the in the root beer are are good. There are I I don't know that there's a bad flavor. Maybe the raspberry, but I probably wouldn't even recognize that it was raspberry. Pineapple, peach. Yeah, those. I'm not. Yeah, the mango. Yeah, I'm mango not doing steak. that punch. Like, I don't like fruit punch flavor. Oh, anything. Like tropical punch, I love that. I don't know if it's like the, the um, uh, what do you call that that fruit that's uh, it's got the little prickles on it. Pineapple. pineapple. I don't know if it's the pineapple stuff inside, but like if you like Hawaiian punch is I don't like Hawaiian punch, hmm. but if you throw a tropical punch at me, that's my guy right there. I'm tropical punch all day. Wow. Yeah. Okay. So the, the, but the fruit, but this is like a fruit punch flavor. Not good. So that's Hawaiian punch. Yeah. Butterscotch number one. And I'm just, it, it, I'm a cotton candy fiend. Cotton candy is up there. Yeah. And then, so it's hard for me because I, I'm not a bubble gum flavor. A lot of kids like the bubble gum, dumb, dumb, not a bubble gum guy, uh, not an orange guy. Cherry, grape, strawberry, watermelon. That's where I'm at right now. And I like the root beer. I don't think I put it in the top, though. Okay. So what do I have right now? Cotton candy and butterscotch. Mm-hmm. I'm going, I think I'm going to go strawberry and cherry. Yeah. I'm going Those strawberry and cherry. Yeah. Good call. I like that. Cherry, though, is, I mean, cherry anything. Like, I'm not going to eat a cherry especially like a real cherry. Exactly. They're, they're terrible. Yes. Maybe a maraschino, maraschino, maraschino. How do you say that? Maraschino. I don't maraschino know. cherry. I'll eat one. I'll eat them. Oh. And then try to tie the tongue twister. With my Try to tie it in a knot with my mouth, which mostly is teeth. Like I use my teeth the whole time. So I feel like it's not as like, oh, you got some. Anyway. Uh, <laughs> uh, besides the point. But cherry. And like cherry flavored stuff is delicious. Yes, I agree. I agree. I'm not a big like fruit flavored candy guy. Like I, I like some of it, but I'm more of a chocolate guy than a than a know. than a, this. You're more of the chocolate side than the the hard candy. Right. Yeah. Skittles side. and Starburst and stuff like that. Oh, Skittles are so good. I will eat a bag of Skittles and then eat a bag of M&Ms and then eat a bag of Skittles and then eat a bag of M&Ms. Like I'll go back and forth. I'm totally cool with it. Like it don't bother me. Oh, one I, don't bit. About, I don't know about this. Yeah, I'm a back and forth kind of guy. I don't even care. Most people wouldn't do that to save their life. Yeah. I like flipping it around a little bit. You know okay. what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Anyway, we're very, we're super close. On yeah. That. Yeah. When you said, I feel like you're not going to like butterscotch. Dude, it's the greatest dumb, dumb sucker flavor Frishes after you get done eating, I would search all the for they know frishes depending on what frishes you go to. Some of them had that the the stupid where you clear wrapper and it was just a mm. yellow, purple, whatever. Sometimes you get dum dums. You get you know who else does dum dums is uh the my bank. barber, the bank. My barber does it. And when Parker goes, he's like, Take a couple, take a couple suckers with you. This is before COVID. He got rid of the suckers when COVID came. Can't have he's very He's like you cutting hair. Nice. Anyway, uh, I would always grab one and give it to Parker and it would be a butterscotch. And then Parker would, he'd be like, you can have a couple. And then Parker would get in there and get him a couple flavors he wanted. And we get in the car, but like, give me that butterscotch. boy. <laughs> <laughs> 
Good work. Yep. Good work. Yeah, the butterscotch is the best. Yes, no doubt. Um, would you have a butterscotch flavored? Uh, would you have a butterscotch dum dum as a dessert after eating a cheeseburger? Yeah, I would have a butterscotch dum dum flavored whatever sucker after eating anything. Would you have a butterscotch flavored dum dum after watching Cheeseburger, the special from Andrew Santino? Was that what this was called? Yeah. It was called Cheeseburger? Mm-hmm. Really? Did I watch the right one? <laughs> I hope so. I mean, I had you, to... you didn't watch the Chicago Kid, did you? Oh, I did. Did you? <laughs> that, was, that was on YouTube, Prime, right? Oh, was it on YouTube? It was on YouTube. I had to buy it, but. Really? It was like four ninety nine for some kind of thing. Did I watch the wrong one? Oh, he's, he has a new Netflix one that just came out like a week ago. Oh, we need or to do two, this two again. Ago, we need to do this again because I'm about to get. I was about to give this guy one point nine. Oh, I was. This was going to be a bad rating. What was the? What was that one? I'm going to tell you what it's called. Uh, let me pull this up right here. I wonder if that's a real old. Oh, uh, home field advantage. Home field advantage. Yeah. And it was all about, yeah. First one, maybe. 2017. Oh, my God. Dude, I screwed up. I didn't even look at that. It was the first thing that popped up when I typed in Andrew Santino. Oh, that's so bad. And it was so bad. It was. (laughs) I I know I've seen it. He was in Chicago, and the people in his hometown were, like, in there. Like, he's making jokes. And you could hear them trying to laugh for him. They were trying to laugh. It was like, (laughs) and then like he made a joke and nobody laughed. And then he kind of stood there and everybody started clapping for him. Like, it's all right, buddy. Keep on chugging. Oh boy. It was, that was, it was one of the worst specials I've seen. I was going to give it less than a two. I was almost going to go 2.1 because I felt bad for the guy. He wasn't funny. Okay. I think you're going to like cheeseburger better. Okay, I'm so I messed up. I'll watch. I I uh, will do in cheeseburger next week. Okay, I, it's on Netflix. Netflix. I just I guess I just went straight to YouTube because you picked it because you always on the YouTube guys. On YouTube guys. Yeah. Man, I'm sorry I screwed that no, up. No, 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 I screwed no. it up, and I paid four ninety nine to join a <laughs> subscription on YouTube to be able to watch it. I'm so sorry. And <laughs> me that. too. It was terrible. <laughs> Hold on, I want to see services included with purchase. <laughs> You have to pay for that. Hold on a second. Yeah, I got. I got. If I go on to here, I can find my. That's on Prime. Is that what it's on? Maybe that's why I had to pay for it because I watched it on YouTube. I I have Prime. Even worse. Uh, So yeah. All right. Hold on a second here. There's somewhere that shows your your subscriptions on. uh, Oh, you got to go to iTunes, right? So because it did it through it did it through Apple. You know, you do the double click thing. Yep. Um, I've got to, I've got to find this now. I don't even know how to get to iTunes on my phone. To be honest with you. Um, so talk about so 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 you can't talk about anything because we're basically done now. That's okay because I have something that I meant to tell you like a month ago. Okay. In during our comedy segment, comedy related, and now it's even bigger. Okay. I have in the last, I don't, you know, month, two months purchase tickets to four upcoming comedy shows oh nice okay in march i'm going to see the sklar brothers are you 
I am. Nice. Those guys are goofballs. They are. Uh, in April, I'm seeing two shows in April on back-to-back nights. On April 21st at the Funny Bone here in Cincinnati, I'm seeing Mr. David Tell. Nice. Bumpy the mics. The very next night, I'm going to Indianapolis to see Mr. Dan Soder. Oh, Dan Soder, your main man. My guy. Nice. May 20th. Holy cow, look at you. I'm going to see Dimitri Martin, who you were not a fan of, <laughs> at the Taft Theater. Yeah, but that doesn't mean I wouldn't be a fan of him in general. Just what that one special yeah. might have been yeah. where you it might, was. You might love, especially live. Usually comedians are even yeah. better live. So this is called YouTube Watch Listen Something Comedy Dynamics. Oh, $4.99 a month. And that is going to be a big old... Cancel subscription, Cancel that, baby. Yeah, watch, listen, stream, YouTube, comedy dynamics, adios. <laughs> All right. Also, May twentieth, that same night that Dimitri Martin is here at the Taft Theater, there is a show at Heritage Bank Center. D.L. Hughley, Cedric the Entertainer, Mike Epps, Earthquake, all together. Oh. Man, I mean that's a big show. That's a good one. I would love to. I already have the Demetri Martin tickets. Otherwise, I would definitely go to that show. Wow, where's Heritage Bank? That's the NKU, right? That's the old, uh, the old Crown and the Coliseum and all that. Oh, U.S. Bank, U.S. Bank. It's been a million things. Okay, man, that that is going to be a good one. Yep. I always wanted to go to the original Kings of Comedy if they ever came around. You know what I mean? And that's, I mean, that's half of them right Mm -hmm. there. Yep. And uh, and you're getting another old cat. Two, uh, well, two of them really. I didn't realize how old Mike Epps really yes. even was. Yeah. Um, man, that's a good one. And we just watched the earthquake special not too long ago. Yeah, that know. was pretty good. That was good. It was good. Yep. The thing is, the first. I mean, I've heard him. I've seen him uh, in things, but never. Like that. Anyway. The same way. Yep. Uh, it's awesome. Yeah. A lot of, Dude, lot of cool. A lot of good ones coming up. Good for you. Uh, there's uh, what's his name? Uh, Tennessee kid, Nate Bargatze. Nate Bargatze. Bargatze. He is uh, he's gonna be somewhere. My my buddy, our buddy, my buddy Mike Little is the biggest fan of him. He's gonna be somewhere again. We I went with him to Columbus, mm-hmm. him and his wife to go watch uh, watch him, and they're going somewhere in April. But I have baseball every single weekend. Like yeah. we have, I have baseball. It's constant. So I wasn't able to go with them uh, when they're going. I can't remember if they're going to Indianapolis or if they're going to Columbus again or where they're going. But I saw he somewhere released local. tour dates. Yeah, yeah, yep. yeah. He wanted me to go. That'd have been a good. T- it's a good time. I love going to those comedy shows, man. They're so much fun, and they they just make you happy. You know what I mean? You're yep. laughing. You're going somewhere to laugh, man. It's so great. Yep, love that. Yeah, it's a great date. It's a great great place to take a date. Yeah. Because they're gonna laugh, or or maybe it's not. Because maybe you laugh at something that they didn't think was very funny, and that all right, this ain't gonna work. Suddenly you got a Will Smith Jada Smith thing going on. Yeah, she's mad that you laughed at it. Is, did that? Is that what happened with that? I didn't hear that. Yeah, the Chris Rock thing. Is that why he got all pissy and walked up there? So because he, he had to redeem himself, he laughed at the Chris Rock Chris Rock's joke about Jada Pinkett Smith's shaved head or whatever. He Will Smith laughed at it, and then. He looked over at Jada and Jada went oh. like that. And he went keep up your and name him. out of my 
Nice mouth. Mm-hmm. Then all that went out. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Didn't know that. Is that like video from the other side or something like it's, that? Yeah. There's video of it. Yeah. Mm. Come on, Will. I know. Come on, Tough. Will. Such a fan of that guy. Stink I'm to still, hear other, you know what? I'm still think, a fan. Me too. I make mistakes in my everyday life all the time. Yeah. It, it, yeah. It's, and I feel bad for the guy too because I hear stuff all the time about how tough their relationship is and how rough she is on him and stuff. Yeah. She goes onto this red, red table thing and like airs it all. Yeah. There was, yeah. She told him about, whether it was cheating on him or they were telling him yeah a break or with, whatever. A, with with his with her with her son's friend who then gets on the tweet box and does what kids do yeah <sighs> poor will that's why he's got that during covid did you see will during covid those were some hilarious it was on snapchat or something it was hilarious but he took like his little garage and like turned it into a man cave and did all kinds of funny stuff during covid i don't know if i saw that i i feel like he posts all the time and he's yeah, he's pretty good he's hilarious yeah will smith i wanted to be will smith yeah i wanted to be the fresh prince of bel-air there's almost no show better than fresh prince of bel-air god it was so great it might have been my favorite show it might be my favorite show ever yeah i don't blame you for a while Something. it was murphy brown i love i love murphy brown for some reason when i was a kid and i yeah. loved uh Loved uh, Seinfeld, but yeah, Fresh Prince of Bel-Air is probably, I was, uh, our cousin sent me a text, said, just saw Fresh Prince of Bel-Air on TV and thought of you. I was like, oh, nice. Thank you. That's cool. If you're the Fresh Prince of Bel-Air guy. Yeah. Yeah. That's yeah. Awesome. Oh, that's another thing. Listen to this. Got great people in my life. Oh, yeah. People give you pick-me-ups every now and then, sure right? You get a little pick-me-up when you're not expecting it. Mm-hmm. Okay. So I'm not going to name any names or call anybody out, but, uh, uh this person was in uh was 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 taking some kind of class for leadership or something like that hold on i'm gonna i'm gonna tell you exactly what it was it's coolest coolest thing in the world while you're looking at that i'll tell you a quick one that that reminds me exactly of what you just said so it was my cousin's birthday a few weeks ago and uh i sent him he's huge wrestling we grew up like huge wrestling fans just mm-hmm. like just like we were and uh sent him a picture of like a like a meme or something like that or whatever of i think hulk hogan like posing and it said yeah. happy birthday or whatever and he writes back you always know how to make my day yes like that. That's awesome. like, hey, hey we're a couple of old hulk that's exactly man. right that's yeah that's easy <laughs> so i get this text at 7 45 at night hi guys during my practice of leadership course talked about kind of person we aim to be as leaders Hmm. and what we'd hope people would say about us when we're gone. We also discussed character and integrity and were asked to think of someone in our lives that portrayed those two traits. Lucky for me, blah, 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 three, you, the end of the class, they challenge us to reach out to those three people and say something. She said, so thank you for being a help. How cool is that? Character and integrity. Dude, that's I mean, something. she obviously doesn't know me as well as she thinks she knows me. <laughs> <laughs> but dude, like I made my day, man. Made that's my day. Very cool. For like three, four days. Maybe I was oh, about, I was dude. floating on top of the world. Those are two of the best compliments you can get. Yeah. 
man, yeah. that's awesome. So, like I said, though, she obviously doesn't know. <laughs> no, I that wholeheartedly <laughs> agree with that person. So, anyway, another cool thing. Yeah, I was just trying to think of cool stuff because we've been gone for two weeks and, and different <laughs> yeah. things. I had, I had all, I had like four stories, but anyway, I you can't know, think of them all now. When, when we're, when like your kids are out of the house and we're like older and stuff, we have more time. We're going to do like two or three of these a week. Oh yeah. There's no doubt about it. <laughs> we're not going to have much else. Yeah. Well, it's, and we'll have, it'll just be, we'll be like these guys who have like three podcasts and they're all different, right? Like <laughs> sure. I'll do this podcast today, the sports one today. Like right now we're rolling them all into one, Yep. but we're going to have a sports, a comedy, and then a whatever, and a whatever podcast. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, there you go. I love it. I, I, I love it. And the studio's back in, in shape. Oh, we got so JB good. over here. So good. We got first in-house studio guest in Aminab. We'll always be front and center. All the other stuff all around. I feel like it's cleaned up. I feel like you oh, feel better in here. I 100% do. I know you do. I do. I know you do. Because it was Feels nasty good, in here for the last year and a half. I mean, not even nasty, just a lot of stuff. It was a lot of stuff. It's a lot of stuff. I mean, it is what it is. We got a lot of stuff. Got a lot of stuff. All right. So in that case, brother, you know what? I think it's time for next week to figure out what we're going to do for again. Sorry, but it's up to you. It's your turn. So yeah. now we're back on getting both of them. Uh, do you have a thought on what the Mount Rushmore would be? Because we're going to have to do cheeseburger by Andrew Santino yet again, because I screwed up. <laughs> That's okay. Um, I was ready to get, I was ready to like, <laughs> Give this dude the worst rating I've ever had. <laughs> you, said, was, you said the other day, like, man, I can't wait to see how far apart we are on this thing or something like that. Yeah. Or, or where you're at. Because I, I know you like this guy. And I was like, this was boring. I like almost fell asleep watching it. Yeah. I love Andrew Santino. I, I, uh, I got a chance. But I got, to, the, I got the thought process in my head watching him like this. Dude, I feel like he could be good. I don't feel like he's far off. He is a really funny guy. And yeah. he, his podcast is really good. He's really funny on his podcast, Whiskey Ginger. Um, I got a chance to see him, one of a bunch of guys when I was in LA in 2019. Um, I got to see him at the county store. So it was nice. pretty cool. Um, okay. So I was thinking earlier, and I, but I feel like we've probably already done ballparks. Mm. Have we done ballparks? Uh, yeah, yet? we did because we I PNC and great American. Yeah, we did ballparks and then, yeah. and, and, and Fenway park over here, of course. Yeah, I think we did ballparks. So then I'm going to say the Mount Rushmore of uh, hockey arenas. Now, nah, let's not do that one. Uh, hold on. Because we also did, we also, I think like a week or two after we did, we did stadiums or ballparks. We did just any kind of arena, stadium, venue. just like venue that you've been to. Yeah. Mm. Because you chose, uh, Boston Gardens, even though you didn't get to go to a game at the Boston Gardens, you and your dad like walked in, walked around it or something like that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, okay. So then we're going to go the Mount Rushmore of, um, we're going to go the Mount Rushmore of, no, we've done colors. Hold on. Um, <laughs> we've done them all, Bob. We've done, we've done a lot of, um, Mount Rushmore of this is going to be uh, a stretch here because we've done we've done comedians before, okay? Yeah, but this is the Mount Rushmore of current, just current comedians. So you don't have 
you don't have Eddie Murphy. You don't have uh, George Carlin. You don't have – This will be better Richard, for you because Richard a lot – that was a lot of your stuff. You had a lot of those. I feel like – okay. All right. All right. I like that. No Richard Pryors, Carlins. Your, your four favorite current guys. So living, Seinfeld. Active. I mean, even though Seinfeld did no, a special – you think so? I mean, he, he's, he's still doing stand. I mean, yeah. I mean, he came out with a, with a special. Yeah, so did Eddie Murphy. Movie. Yeah. Yeah, he was gone for a long time for stand-up. So it was, I mean, I don't feel like I didn't see Seinfeld do any stand-up for a long time either. Yeah, he, I think he I think he still does pop into clubs, though. Sure, I'm sure he does that kind of stuff. I mean, he's a New York guy, so. Um, I'm good. I'm good with that. I like it. I can make this happen. I think you can. I can do this. I'm ready to go. I'm. He's not one of my favorite comedians anyway. Oh. I like him. I like his TV show. That doesn't mean like his comedy is the best thing in the world to me. Yeah, I got you. So, all right, that sounds good. All right, and then we'll go back to Andrew Santino cheeseburger. So, we, uh, yeah, you working from home tomorrow? Because it is late. Good thing. All right, so uh, till next time. Oh, I don't have the music ready to go because that's just who I am. So, uh, don't forget to turn your headlights on.